Hey, what's going on, y'all? It's your boy KG5 to the two. You're listening to AM Yo, Radio. Yo, what they do? boy official, and I just came by to encourage my brother SA with AM Radio and whoever else is part of this. Yo, what's good, fam? This your boy DM, and you're listening to SA from Death to Self Records on AM Radio. Check it out. What up? It's your boy Bishop Chase, man. You know, just wanted to leave a shout out to my man, SA. Man, you doing big things, man. Keep repping Christ. You know, keep doing what you're doing. I love what you're doing with the show, man. Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Young Town. Girl, LS. Fresh name. I just want to encourage y'all to be checking out Empty Radio, one of the hottest radio shows on the web right now for your music to be played, as well as other music to be played, as well as your music, and stuff like that. Hey, you listening to Amp Radio. You know what I mean? Just keep doing what you do, man. God moves. All right, bro. One love. Keep it locked right here. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for KJ52. Uh, actually, it's 52. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm at KJ90210. No, it's KJ52. No, you're not hearing me. It's 52. Oh, wow. 5-2. Just pay attention, man. Listen, listen. My name is KJ, aka Huge shout out to MC Rusty Buckets, aka Mr. Mountain Dew a lot, aka Coke Frying the Cheeseburger, aka No More Deer Slim, my man KJ52. Appreciate the ministry. 20 plus years is crazy. Plus, you still have bars, so I can't wait for this next journey. Appreciate you, bro. Shout out to KD52. I am so thankful for you and your music. It was the first um, Christian hip hop music that I listened to, and your music actually impacted my life in a positive way. And if I had not met you or heard of your music, I might not have met my husband, Jason Essay. Um, so I'm thankful for you on so many different levels. You're awesome. I can't wait to hear what you have in store for the rest of your life. God bless you. What's up, guys? Fresh Man with D2S Records. And I remember first hearing KJ52 way back in the day when he was doing these really cool rhyme styles. That's what got me into him with like, he would just take one rhyme and he would just hammer it until he couldn't really do any more, basically. Like he would just say like, it's hard to be a star when your skills ain't up to par. It's hard to push a Lex when you don't even own a car. It's hard to win a battle when you can't win this war. It's hard to be a man when you don't know who you are. You know, stuff like that. So, but then later he did other stuff. Um, a song that really got to me was Pick Yourself Up. And that's one that I was rocking back in college, but is still relevant to me to this day. It has like a good spiritual message that no matter what you're going through, that with God, you can always just keep moving, keep pressing and pick yourself up. And uh, other than that, man, KJ, thanks for making all that, all those songs and all the other songs as well. Good stuff. And stay locked right here on Amped Radio. Now y'all be 
messing up my name. It's not 52, it don't stand for King James. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy SA, and welcome to episode 26 of Amps Radio. In today's episode, we're going to be celebrating 20 years of KJ52. Um, he just announced an upcoming tour, book, and album. And so, in this episode, we're just going to talk all things KJ. So, stay tuned. Um, in the mix today, we got the, um, the KJ Can't Rhyme mixtape. So check it out. We're going to be playing it in just a moment. And remember, you are live here on Amps Radio, so make sure to use the chat box right below this video and engage with us. If you have any memorable uh, moments with KJ, favorite songs, favorite albums, let us know what they are. You can always email it to us at AmpsRadio at DepthOfSelfRegards.com uh, or go to our website, AmpsRadioLive.com. But right now, we got you in the mix for the KJ Can't Rhyme Mixtape by KJ52. Stay tuned. Don't go anywhere. And uh, we're here to celebrate KJ52 20 years of awesome music. Don't go anywhere. Stay tuned. That's what I say. No, it's 5-2. No, it's 5-2. It's 5-2, man. 5-2. It's not that hard. It's KJ52. What are you talking about? My name is KJ, a.k.a. Turn it up. This is not your ordinary radio. Oh, what you no, got? No. All right. You're listening to Ant Radio. Woo. Where the party is? Brought at? to you by D2S Records. We got you in the mix. In the mix. In the mix. In the world of DJs. World of DJs. One man. One man. Stands out above the rest. Above the rest. Ladies and gentlemen. DJ Sematic. Get on the turntables and look it down. Hey, kids, out, out. gather round. It's me. <laughs> what up, everybody? It's your boy, Blake Touch. You now tuned into the KJ52 Campbell Mixtape. Hosted by your boy. <laughs> yeah, on the ones you lose. We got none other than DJ Somatic. New York's finest. I hear y'all out there, man. Y'all like, yo, KJ, you still got it, man? Where you at? Where you at with the rhyme, man? Can you still bring it like we did back in the day? It's my pleasure. No, no, it's my honor to have KJ kill this joint. For real, for real. Yo, Somatic, you're looking out with the cops, man. For real, for real. I'm done, man. KJ, talk to me. See, it's way, same always, man. Salt in the earth, so you know I can't remain plan. You see, it's way, same always, man. Salt in the earth, so you know I can't remain plan. You see, it's way, same always, man. Salt, you see, it's way, same always, man. Salt in the earth, see, it's way, same always, man. Salt in the earth, so you know I can't remain plan. And I'ma proclaim the name, fam, till he picks up the sword of props like a stage hand. I'm a lace man, I'm a change man. I heard the beat start to play, bam I rock back and forth in a way, man I look like Dustin Hoffman did it, I'm in Rain Man The main plan, you should know for certain That's the touch on your mind like a brain surgeon You see, I'm not the same person He was me, but he's just the lame version Stay searching, then design the quotes So you can search through them like they line of notes And every rhyme I spoke, gone rhyme with hope The word to describe it, rhymes to cope Mike's on, Mike's on, my sword, rhymes on, I'm 
Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yo, KJ, man, you can't just come in like that, man. You gotta give us a little bit of time to be ready for that. Are y'all ready? I don't think y'all ready. Buckle up, man. Enjoy the ride. Enjoy the ride. Let's go. Yo, the lights on, mic's on, my song rhyming. Yo, the lights on, mic's on, my song rhyming. Yo, the lights on, mic's on, my song rhymes on. One single purpose to assure this to be right. Yo, the lights on, mic's on, my song rhymes on. One single purpose to assure this to be right on. First disperses the spotlight to shine on. Jesus, I'm worthless, just he's just relied on. Pump the crowd now, kinda like a fight song. The heads bob up and down like roller coaster ride ons. And to the point where my time's gone, I'll embed the text like a blog that you write on. Okay. See, I'm right on, but now you're right off. Yep. See me with 16 bars like Bernie made off. <laughs> See, I'm made off, and every time I came off, it keeps me striking like a union gets laid off. So once you lay off, I recognize, son, nobody's home now with none of your lights on. Stop sleeping like a match, wish your light on. You see the light on, so what you do when the time's gone? Rock fitted jeans with a wallet chain. Rock fitted jeans with a wallet Rock fitted jeans with a wallet chain. <laughs> So if you see me, it seems kind of strange. Like seeing mini me driving all terrain, vehicle on the freeway next to Kurt Cobain. You see, rain's now all the same. He came just to save those who call the name. Swimming upstream in a different lane, but I don't mix well like Listerine with some Gatorade. But I'ma show you now what I got. I stand out like flat pants with some polka dots. And so when I flow, who I rock, you don't think only hip hop is just Jesus walks. And stop until you recognize it. Until you hear me good like Verizon Spirit off the pad till I got alignment They got me off the ride to the new assignment, huh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yo, man I know you feeling this, y'all Better fast Go in! Go in. Zim, Zimmer I ain't got no keys to a beamer Neither will I cave just to follow the leader Using duct tape to make sure it don't break. <laughs> so you feed to get the whole cake. Your whole life filled up with beef like a cheesesteak. And why the church keeps snoring? The preachers make a fortune, they selling the annoying. Better wake better up. Wake and up. so I straight stay recording. Stay close to a mic like my last name was Jordan. <laughs> so why you tell me how you handle this? The only cheese that you got's on your sandwiches. That's why I trust God to manage this. Why the rest of y'all can go catch the damages? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know they out there bugging right now, KJ. They like, are you serious? <laughs> you got them bobbing their head, man. You got them going crazy right now. They want more, man. What's going on, everybody? What's going on, boys and girls? This is your boy, SA, representing Depth of Self Records, D2S Records, and of course, Amped Radio. On today's episode, episode 26, we are going to be celebrating and talking about 20 years of awesome music and ministry by KJ52, none other than the man himself. Um, there's a lot to be talking about today. I, I just, I'm really excited to discuss KJ in this episode. Um, but it's also bittersweet uh, because I've been a fan of KJ's since I was 
I think late high school, early college, and um, if you have not seen KJ's latest, most recent post, um, the upcoming album, the upcoming tour, the upcoming book, otherwise known as the, um, uh, of course my mind goes blank right as I'm saying this, um, Victory Lap, there you go, Victory Lap. Turns out, ironically, should have seen it coming, but it's going to be KJ's last tour, his last big thing, his last hurrah. Uh, far as we know, I mean, the, there weren't that many details attached to the social media posts, just that this was his last one. So again, it's bittersweet because, you know, I've, I've been a fan of his for so many years and I know that many people can say the same thing. Um, but at the same time, it's, it's good because he's gonna be doing something that's going to benefit him more and um yeah just wanted to just talk about him so if you guys are in the live chat go ahead and just chime in of course uh you know we will be playing this as replay on spotify on apple Podcasts, google play stitcher all that good stuff so Let's start with the topics that I have in mind, and uh, you guys can jump in anytime if you feel like it. We're going to take another music break in a little bit to continue the KJ Can't Rhyme mixtape, which I think that mixtape only proves that he can. <laughs> so, all right, here we go. Um, <clears throat> so think about it, guys. Over 20 years of music, when was the first time you ever heard of KJ? What was your first album of his that you heard? What was the first song of his that you heard? For me, the first album that I heard was um, uh, Collaborations. That was the first album that I heard. And I remember going into a Christian bookstore um, because I was really new into the whole Christian rap. I didn't know that thing existed. My first Christian rap, al Christian rap album was DC Talk. And uh, then I got into uh, Cross Movement. And then I came in after the whole craze of you know, Eminem, and I just so happened to come across two albums from two different artists. There was KJ52 with collaborations, and then there was, um, what was it? I can't even remember, uh, Double M. Double M, and I, I, I can't remember the title of the album. I think it was, oh, it was Club J. Yeah, so Double M, Club J. Uh, Freshman says his first time he heard KJ52 was on the DJ Madge full plates mixtape so that was the first time that freshman uh ever heard of kj52 so yeah so that actually was before me that was way before my time um because i didn't know what dj match was until later in the game but um but i had that option i had the choice was i going to choose double m or was i going to choose kj52 now at the time i just seriously wanted the eminem filler you know what i'm saying the christian eminem and Double M sounded a lot like Eminem. So, and plus he had the, the dyed blonde hair, <laughs> I remember. So I was thinking, you know what? I'm really leaning more towards that. But luckily, the Christian bookstore that I was in had a listening booth. And so I was able to listen to Double M and I thought, all right, this it's not bad. It's very um, popish, very club, you know, just bumpy, just, I don't know, it's, it's, it was all right. Then I popped in KJ's collaborations, and whoa, <laughs> I was blown away. Uh, that album, obviously, I went home with KJ's collaborations, and I put away Double M. So um, that was my first introduction to KJ52. 
um, how he was first discovered. If you guys don't know his story, um, you know, came out of Florida, um, discovered by none other than Todd Collins, who Todd Collins was running his own label called Beat Mart Records. Shout outs to anyone who knows who Beat Mart Records is. And, uh, and also, even prior to Beat Mart Records, uh, Todd Collins was best known for being under Toby Mac's label, Goatee Records. And uh, even, yeah, so, so Toby, uh, Todd Collins has been in the game for a while, producing some amazing artists. And he came across, <laughs> he came across, just reading the comments here, he came across um, one of KG's uh, mixtapes, one of KG's albums that an intern, I think, had, was playing in his office. And he says, whoa, whoa, hold up, hold up. Let me check this out. What is that? What is that? Oh, yeah, it's just some guy, you know, KJ52 or something like that. Yo, let me get that. So he takes the the mixtape. He gets KJ's contact info, calls him up, brings him over, and they eventually got into a deal. Um, and KJ landed his first major record label deal. And there was a journey with that. So I'm not going to tell you the whole story. It will take way too long. But that's just kind of how he got into his road of, you know, being a mainstream holy hip-hop artist uh there's more information in his book so i'm just gonna plug him i'm just you know we're, we're celebrating kj today so i'm plugging his first book if you have not already read it you can go to kj52.com or i think it's kj52book.com is where you can go directly uh and you can pick up what happened was written by kj52 i've read it amazing book gives you the full story of you know how he came up and of course not just how he came up but a lot of challenges that he went through so Definitely checked it out. Now, um, I'll tell you why, you know, I, I became a big fan of KJ52. It wasn't just for the Eminem comparisons. I mean, that pretty much followed him throughout his whole career. Reason why I became a strong fan of KJ52, well, there's, there's too many to mention, but um, one of the things that I've really grown to admire from KJ is just how transparent he is and how you know he sticks to his guns see he he got the comparison of being a kj uh, eminem i'm sorry he got the comparison of being an eminem uh clone eminem wannabe whatever throughout most of his career even though if you follow the dates if you follow the history the story kj actually was doing music just a little bit before eminem kj was hitting the scene just a little bit before eminem so really not a fair comparison which of course KJ had to address in the Dear Slim song and then the following uh, Dear Slim part two. So um, there was that, but you know, with with KJ, he holds to his guns no matter what. Uh, throughout the time of him, you know, rising as a music artist, with him being white in a genre that is mostly black or mix or otherwise, um he had a lot of people just coming at him saying man you can't do this who are you you know you, you can't rhyme what, what are you talking about get out of here he's been booed off stage so many times and uh he was also tempted with people telling him hey if you want to make it in this industry man you got to sell out you have to do x y and z and despite having those possible opportunities at his doorstep he decided that he was not going to water down uh, the scripture watered down his faith in his music. He wasn't going to step back from saying Jesus. He was going to be, you know, fervent and forward and just 
be unashamed. Just say Jesus and really profess who he is all about, which, you know, if you listen to his songs, man, there's so much content in his music that points you to just that true, strong, powerful relationship that he has with God. And you have to admire that because that's not popular. Even in today's holy hip hop society, that's not popular. Listen to some of the most prominent Christian rappers that we have right now. It's not popular, right? So maybe it doesn't sell several million, but the numbers of sales that KJ makes is not what's important to him. What's important to him is that he stays firm in his beliefs and lets people know that. You know, so you have to give him credit for someone that decides to go against the grain, that decides to uh, take these controversies head on. And speaking of controversies, <laughs> we go back to one of the songs that really helped him rise in popularity, which was when he addressed the Eminem comparisons with the Dear Slim song. So <clears throat> for anyone who doesn't know, uh, KJ52's Dear Slim song was just addressing the comparisons and he just he didn't even intend to put it in the collaborations album bet you didn't know that he had no intention of actually putting it on the album he was encouraged to by by the label and once it got on the album and once it started to circulate um it got to it got to many people's attention he was actually that song which became a music video was aired on trl which Anyone who's only new to music and for the last 10 years don't really know what TRL is. TRL, which was known as Totally Request Live, was a, you know, just a countdown, uh, um, a countdown show on MTV way back in the day. And somebody decided to play the Dear Slim music video on TRL. What happened was they only played a verse and a chorus and then they cut it off. And once they cut it off, they started just mocking him. Um, so, you know how they say any press is good press? That may be true, but it wasn't the greatest moment for him. Uh, fast forward a few months or years even, he his that same video was played on another show on MTV known as um, the, I think it was the top 10 worst hip hop. Oh, actually it wasn't MTV. It was VH1. And the show was the top 10 worst hip hop moments in history, uh, something like that. And KJ52 was on that list. So, um, yeah, so I've seen that segment. I wish I would have, I wish I would have brought a clip here, but basically these wannabe comedians were just mocking him saying, Oh my gosh, are you serious? Is he trying to pray for K for, for Eminem? Is he trying to save him? Oh no, like, no, no, I didn't know Jesus was in the music, the, the business of music. Da, da, da. So they were mocking him. And it, like I said, I remember watching it just thinking, man, how, how ridiculous these people sounded, you know, because that song went so much further than what people give him credit for. That song, Dear Slim, got to Kim Mathers, who was Eminem's wife at the time, or maybe they were already divorced. But uh, for a time, Kim Mathers was in jail, and one of the guards had presented Kim Mathers with that song. And uh, she used to, I, don't, I think, I'm not sure if they wrote letters to each other or something like that, but I remember hearing that Kim 
try to reach out to KJ and say, you know, that song really touched me, made me cry. Um, I was just really moved by it. Thank you so much. Keep praying for Marshall, you know. And uh, see, you got to stop and think for a moment. What is your intention with your music? If you're just looking at this as another job, if you're just trying to be, you know, the next big thing or whatever, you have to realize that everything you do should have a purpose. And KJ may never have made it to this to the, you know, the level of like Lecrae or whatever. I, th I think he has, but, you know, the thing is, is that he was not willing to dial back on who he is just to sell some more records. And you have to admire someone like that. Despite how many people would make fun of him for the Dear Slim song, he pushed forward and was able to reach the source of who the song was intended for. How many of you can say you've done the same thing? Think about it. So, um, so in addition to the trl you know the um the trl thing in addition to the vh1 thing uh kj was met with a lot of rap beef a lot of artists even in the christian hip-hop world who wrote some diss songs to kj now in the hip-hop world <clears throat> both secular and christian if anyone calls you out on a diss the customary thing for you to do is to diss them back is to write back um if it's not meant to be like this hardcore thing, it's at least an opportunity for you to flex your skills and just kind of like, you know, how you do in boxing. It's kind of like rap battling, but you know, someone threw the punch first, so now you gotta return that punch, right? So it's a sport. In, in some cases, in many cases, let's be honest, there's some deep-seated emotion behind it. Hey, you threw out some disses at me, how dare you? I'm gonna take you on, I'm gonna show you that I'm better than you. So there's that. Um, but, you know, it's customary for you to respond back, right? Um, KJ, far as I know, has yet to put out a diss track on anyone that has dissed him. In fact, if you read the book, uh, what happened was he addresses the rap beefs that he had gotten. And uh, what he does in response to somebody writing a diss track to him is he goes out of his way finds their contact information and calls them <laughs> if they're local he'll take them out not 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 physically he'll take them out like you know go see them hang out somewhere you know fellowship he'll call them and just ask them hey you know i'm sorry you feel this way can you tell me what i did you know how why do you feel this way and he'll squash the beef before it even starts that is completely contrary to what is known in the hip-hop world, whether Christian or not. And again, you have to admire someone who has made a deeper impact in the holy hip-hop world as KJ to go so far against the grain from what people consider to be normal. It really makes you stop and take notice, right? So those reasons and many more that I'll address later are some of the reasons why I really truly admire KJ52 and why I consider him to be a personal role model of mine. So um, yeah, so anyway, we're going to take a break in just a couple of minutes um, and we're gonna continue the KJ Can't Rhyme mixtape uh, so that you can check out the rest of that. Nothing but KJ today, guys. Nothing but KJ52. Um, for those who ever call him KJ52, 
Shame on you. What's wrong with you? <laughs> but anyway, uh, we'll be right back after this brief break. KJ Can't Rhyme Mixtape Part 2. Stay tuned. You're in the mix right here on Amps Radio. We'll be right back. Turn it up. This is not your ordinary radio. Oh, what you no, got? No. All right. You're listening to Amp Radio. Ooh, where the party Brought at? to you by D2S Records. We got you in the mix. Yeah, 
KJ, I can really see where you going. We need to grab a hold of every single given moment. Inject the culture with IV from the great atonement. Collect our troops and lace our boots and stare down every single opponent. Face to face in a mile like trouble, man. Low like base. Jersey, I finally did it. I'm on the track with one of the great. It's because of his grace. My steps are replaced. I humble myself while seeking his face. Behind him like Chevy, you know I'm a chase till my eyes are shut in front of the gates. But until then, I'ma follow plan and vision. Matthew 28, 19, you know the great commission. Prayer in the America seems to be what's missing. Pharisees and Sadducees telling us what's Christian. It's not tradition, it's not religion, it's not a building, it's not for walls. We need to wake up, we need to go blind, we need less souls, we need more balls. Blazing KJ going crazy, something like Hillsong, tearing down walls. I'll obey because he made me his blood and saved me. What about y'all? You see, I plan just to stand bold, even if I'm treated like a leper with a bad cold. I grab hold of this truth that I stand on, even if it flies over your head like the fans on. See, I planned on one thing I'm gonna see This return of the king like it's Lord of the Rings So when he comes back, dudes, you can believe you me Won't look like the very face on your Jesus piece Now he's supreme, so forth and so on But you kinda treat him like some clone that you're thrown on Cause once he's worn off, you can see the roll on That's why it's just an arrow roll that I goes on We claim now that we're doing no wrong But we need to go deep like some past routes and go long so hold on, lest you get in thrown off. And watch me drop this joint like the body part that's blown off. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. KJ's KJ going in, in y'all. <laughs> DJ Sumat, on the ones and twos. It's your boy, it's your Blake George. Short. 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 Get ready, get ready, get ready. Come on, go to child. Let's go. 
Winning double boards and everything. <laughs> Still got it. So don't just mark them in CCM, man. Mark them all over. KJ's Universal. So, so y'all got a chance to hear the remainder of the KJ52 KJ Camp Ryan mixtape. And um, <laughs> I thought that was a very ironic mixtape because it clearly shows that he can. Um, anyway, just wanted to get back into this discussing 20 years of KJ52. Thank you guys for staying tuned. I hope you enjoyed that musical interlude. And uh, yeah, just wanted to just just honor and celebrate someone that's mean a lot to me. Um, and I'm just I'm just not a I'm not just a fan. <clears throat> um, this is somebody that has been around for 20 plus years and through that time has had various highs and lows. But if you compare him to a lot of Christian rappers in the industry, man, there have been a lot of rappers who have, you know, maybe they're still doing their, their thing now, but they've had to take a break. Look at us. Look at myself. Um, look at the artists on D2S Records. Just, just as one, you know, obvious example. We had a hiatus for several years and now we're back. Now, there's a lot of really prominent Christian hip-hop artists that also, I mean, they have obviously a, a much more wide um, audience, uh, a far, a farther reach than, than what D2S has right now. But, you know, they too also took a little break, a little hiatus. KJ52's never done that. He's always been on his grind. He's always been hard at work. He's always produced album after album after album. And so, um, one of my favorites, actually, I have two favorite songs. <clears throat> if you are in the chat, let me know what your favorite songs are from KJ. But I have two favorite songs. One is God featuring Rebecca St. James from the Behind the Music uh, album. Man, that one to this day just it just makes me feel so connected to to God because I've always liked that song when it was Rebecca St. James, but when KJ came in, it just tore it up. It was it's one of the most strongest songs that has helped me with my faith and, and to reaffirm my faith because it helped me feel connected to the Father. Uh, the other song is Lift Me Up, which was a bonus track from the 7th Avenue album. 7th uh, Avenue was his first his first album that was on a label, but not during the BEC era, um, if that says anything. So it was before he really became big. But, but yeah, suffice to say that um, uh, Lift Me Up was also a remix to another song and uh those two songs just really they really make me feel like it's i just i just love them <laughs> but um <clears throat> there's so many there's so many songs that kj has done throughout the years so many different concepts and a recurring theme with kj is he he reaches out to the younger audience he reaches out to the younger audience which is smart because if you look at the statistics for any rap artist, hip hop in general is pretty much as a majority consumed by a much younger audience. Now earlier we talked about how KJ was getting booed for the color of his skin, for you know trying to rap when hip hop was originally considered to be a black art. You know it was considered to be you know for it was started by the black community. Um, so typically you know majority of rappers are black or they're mixed they're latino there's something like that whatever else they are um 
you don't have many white rappers making it in the industry. You have some, obviously. You got Beastie Boys. You got, you know, obviously Eminem. You got many other people. Um, nowadays, it's a lot different. But back then, 20 years ago, it was much harder for a white rapper to get into the scene. So um, uh, we have Lift Me Up. Wasn't on the original Seven Avenue. No, it wasn't. It was on the re-release. It was a bonus track. So, um, <clears throat> uh, but yeah, when that came out, I remember finding that song on... I think originally I found it on one of those illegal downloading programs. <laughs> uh, what was that? I think it was LimeWire. Shout out to anyone who remembers what LimeWire was all about. But I first encountered the song there. And then um, <clears throat> when KJ re-released the 7th Avenue, I think it was in 2004 or 2007. I can't remember which. Um, the re-release version had that in there as long as as well as some additional songs like 12 Round Knockout um, and a couple other ones. So yeah, yeah, it's um, one of my all-time favorites. And <clears throat> so again, you know, considering the fact that he's had a lot of people, you know, just come against him for this, that, and the third, uh, he's always handled himself very well, in my opinion. And <clears throat> despite all that, he, oh, what I was trying to get to was that he understands his audience and a lot of people looked at KJ and said man he's a youth group rapper you know he's he's for the younger crowd but the truth of the matter is is that majority of the consumer market for hip-hop music secular and in general it are typically young white kids <clears throat> they're the majority now obviously everybody buys you know there's lots of people, lots of different types of people from different cultures, from different races, different ethnicities, what have you. Everybody buys rap albums, but more often than not, the biggest majority is from young white kids. Um, KJ was ahead of the curve in understanding that, and therefore his music, <clears throat> excuse me, his music may not have been as, you know, uh, edgy <laughs> as maybe some of these other guys, but... KJ had plenty of opportunities where in his in his albums he did hit some really edgy edgy topics. He talked about suicide. He talked about homosexuality. He talked about um, you know uh, abuse. Um, he talked about sexual abuse. He talked about believe it or not, this is KJ Five Two. Throughout all of his albums, he has hit on some really real topics. Island of the Misfit Toys, one of his more recent songs was with what he featured with social club was an amazingly profound song talking about people talking about young kids young the younger audience that are dealing with so many different issues from homosexuality to abuse to and and, and that wasn't the only time he mentioned it he mentioned it throughout his albums he mentioned these topics these deep real relevant topics look at picture from I think it was the uh, Five Two Television. Look at um, uh, I hear the chorus in my head, but uh, if you look at way back in the, it's pronounced Five Two album. If you look at um, one of the songs that got my wife onto KJ Five Two's music <clears throat> was a song that was really relevant um, to what she has experienced in her life through friends, through family, uh, which was featured on collaborations featuring Golden Child called "Where Were You," and that was an about that was about an abusive parent. So um, you know, the, he's he, KJ's talked on many different topics that 
you really listen to it, you realize, man, the dude was deep and the dude was not afraid to address, you know, issues that were, you know, a lot of kids were dealing with. Just because they're kids doesn't mean that they all live innocently. You know, um, there's something I learned early in ministry and uh, <clears throat> when I was going through my ministry training, and that is reach the kids where they are now. So that way you won't have to when they become adults because it becomes harder. It becomes more difficult, more complicated. See, kids, they're, they're wanting to reach out for something. They're wanting to get that hope. And at some point when they mature, when they, when they become adults, young adults or older, it's much harder for them because they've lost hope by that point. They've grown into their addictions. They've gone into things that, you know, really, um, it really messes with them. And it's not, it's not a good thing for them. So KJ was never one to step back from that. KJ was very relevant. Um, if you just listen to his music and, uh, so yeah, it's, God, I gotta love like so much of what he's put out there, and so he's he's done things to give back as well. Um, if you look at his book, what happened was uh, he used to receive a lot of Dove awards, and I mean he has no control over that. But people used to give him awards for you know several awards, and people were thinking right away, oh, it's because he's white, right? I mean, first of all, it took the, it took the Dove awards forever to put a hip hop category in its own thing on their show. And then the only rapper that they really recognize besides, I don't know, I think it was Toby Mac, which again, another white guy, was KJ, <laughs> right? And this was during the time that Lecrae was coming up. And, you know, I remember watch, I remember listening to a radio interview where KJ was being interviewed about this and said, hey man, you know, how do you feel about this? Do you have anything to say about it? And KJ was 100% respectful throughout the whole time just saying, you know, yeah, I, I don't really know what the deal is, but I just want to give credit what credit is due. I wouldn't even be here if it wasn't for these pioneers of rap, if it wasn't for these talented, you know, uh, heroes of hip hop. And I mean, he gave shout outs to all the people that was he was influenced by. He gave shout outs to all the people that were coming up, like Lecrae, like Tadashi, like um, Trip Lee, like a bunch of other artists. And he's always been respectful of, you know, the culture of hip hop um, and the people who have pioneered the industry. And, you know, again, just coming back to, from earlier, those who even wrote disses about him, man, he just approached them to win them over. Because in scripture, that's what you're supposed to do, to win them over, right? Um, you, don't, you don't see that too often. And on top of that, he goes a step further. Now, I grew up being a fanboy of KJ52. And um, <clears throat> I had the personal experience to, uh, for a time, being mentored by KJ personally. And I will never forget those times because it helped me to become and to develop the artist that I am and also to have the perspective of ministry that I have now. <clears throat> there was a time when I was frustrated because I was going out there, I was grinding, I was performing, and there was a time when, <clears throat> excuse me, when uh, when KJ, when I when I went to KJ and I said, bro, I, I'm just so discouraged right now because I feel like I'm doing everything I can to get out there. Every single day I'm doing music, I'm sacrificing time with my wife to put in this work. Why am I not receiving the same opportunities that someone like you have gotten? 
And what KJ said to me was very profound. He said, don't be ashamed of that. Because the reach that you have, like he said, well, let me rephrase it. He said, the people that you will reach, I will never be able to reach. And that blew my mind because I'm thinking, you're KJ. You're one of the biggest names in holy hip hop. You have a massive reach compared to me. What are you talking about? And he says, I will never reach the people that you can reach because you are more, you know, down to down to the earth, uh, beat to the streets, that kind of thing. <clears throat> because you are more accessible, you will reach people in a more personal, intimate way that I never could. And I will never forget that. And it's it's true um, because I've during my shows have asked people, hey, have you heard of KJ52 or have you heard of Tadashi or have you heard of Lecrae? No, no, no. I've never heard of any Christian rap. I don't I don't like Christian rap. I don't listen to any of it. But I listen to you and man, you really changed me. That's amazing, right? That's just that blows my mind. And so um, it's it's a really good. Um, sorry, just wanted to do something real quick. It, it really it really makes you see the kind of character that he has. He put out. 5-2 Academy, which was a, which actually it just relaunched. 5-2 uh, Academy is a, um, they're basically classes to teach people how to get into the holy hip hop ministry. So not only does it teach you things on like how to flow, how to write rhymes, how to produce beats, but he also shows you, he, he relates to scripture and keeping you grounded in scripture and telling you how to look at it from a biblical perspective. You don't see this often. You, I don't know if any other rap artist that is that that does this. I mean, I'm sh I'm not saying there aren't any, but I've never come across another rapper that's done something like this. There's Five Two Radio, so he's been out there, you know, promoting other people's music, and um, I think for a time he wanted to start his own record label so that he can help other people launch into their own ministries. Uh, so yeah, there's there's so many things that he's done to help people come up. Um, <clears throat> including collaborating with people that you you probably never heard of. In his most recent albums, he's collaborated with people based on a contest. Any no-name, any Joe Schmo can participate in this contest, and if they get picked, they get to be on one of his albums. That's, that's incredible. So, um, so, yeah, I mean, if we were to stack a lot of different things that he's done, we'd realize that KJ52 is clearly not a typical rapper. There's so many things about him that it's just, it, it doesn't really compare to what you consider to be normal. And I mean that in a good way. I mean that in a very good way. Um, so with that being said, we come to now, November 2019, when KJ has made the announcement that he is going to go on one final tour. Uh, if you follow him, you know that there's been many things that have been coming to his life that has caused him to, that has led him to to create to make this decision. And like I say, he's bittersweet. He's doing it because it's the best decision for him and for his family. But also, you know, it's it's bitter in the sense that you know, we've had 20 years of music and 
I'm a huge follower of holy hip hop. I love all the greats, all right? I collect physical CDs to this day where most people are into digital distribution. I have to have a physical copy of your album. That I, I, that's, that's how deep I am into this. And, uh, and I'll play it all day long uh, in my car and anywhere that I have a CD player. But the point is, is that I go and I get crazy excited for all of these Christian rappers. But never have I ever gotten more excited for a new album to come out than when KJ announces a new one. He is by far my number one favorite Christian rapper. He's not only just my favorite Christian rapper, but he is my by far my number one favorite rapper. I've, I've never gotten excited about even, even an Eminem album, to be honest. I've never been excited about any other rapper or musician than KJ52. And to, to know the fact that this is going to be the last time I'm going to have that experience where you know, I'm anticipating the new album and then I get the album in my hands, I plop in my CD player and I listen to it for the first time to realize that this is the last time I'm going to have that experience. It's, it's saddening. It really is. So I don't know if KJ will ever watch this, but I do want to put it out there that, you know, he says that he's not going to stop doing music. It's just, you know, his last tour. So I don't know really what that means. Maybe we'll get more KJ music, but it won't be at the same consistency. Maybe maybe we'll get new albums. I don't know. But um, if this is his last, I just want to say, KJ, um, your impact in the music industry it goes much deeper, much further than you probably realize. Now, that's that's funny coming from someone like me who has nowhere near the same reach that you have. But the point that I'm trying to make is that the impact that you've made is a lasting one. There's many rappers out there that are in it to make a name for themselves. That, you know, they're just part of the career. They're part of the machine. And there's not nothing necessarily wrong with that even. I'm not trying to discredit or discount or disapprove of any rapper who is a follower of Christ who does some amazing music. I'm not trying to discredit anybody else. I mean, there isn't just KJ. There's all these amazing, talented rappers out there. But this one in particular, this artist, has left a special impact on me for so many reasons. To throw in another one in the mix, he's the reason why I've been married for the last 12 years. <laughs> With his uh, website, he had a message board, and in his message board, I met my wife, who is Polarity, an artist on the record label. Uh, 12 years of marriage, two kids, one more on the way, and never would have encountered him, never would have encountered my wife in that way if it wasn't for KJ52 being part of it. Um, so in so many ways, I just, you know, he is obviously my favorite rapper. And it's not just... See, you could you could hear his music and say, well, he doesn't sound as good as this person or that person. I think his music is dope. But it's not just about the style or the, the music per se. It's about how he goes way up above and beyond the music to be reachable, relatable, to, um, to show people that he's not stuck up. He doesn't have a hot head. He's, he's not, you know, and... An, he doesn't have an ego about about his music. You know what I'm saying? He's very humble. 
I know for a fact he is humble. He's very down to earth. And I can tell you that a lot of rappers, whether Christian or secular, are not. I'm not saying that he's the only one. There's there's many people that I know, many, many holy hip-hop artists that I know that are very humble, amazing, men and women of God. But out of all of them, KJ's my favorite. <laughs> he's just, yeah. So anyway, just want to say that for 20 years, lonely little boy from the Bronx who picked up your album thinking he was just going to get a, an Eminem um an Eminem replacement who wound up getting a lot more uh, for 20 years learning how to develop a music, how to develop music, how to develop a ministry, how to be relatable, how to impact people's lives, and to meet the girl of my dreams. I owe you so much, KJ, and I thank you. Thank you so much for the impact that you've had on my life. Really, I really appreciate that. I really, it really means so much to me. So thank you. And I wish you the best. And I pray for you. And I pray that God will just shower amazing, bountiful blessings on you, bro, from this step going forward. I hope you never regret this decision. And I hope that God ordains every step that you take going forward. So that's it. With that in mind, guys, I uh, wanted to wrap this up with another KJ uh, mixtape. This is the Yo! KJ52 Raps Stuck in the 90s mixtape. And uh, I'm just going to play the whole thing through, so be sure to stay tuned. Uh, stay tuned for next week. Come back next week for another exciting episode, episode 27 of Amped Radio. You can find us at AmpedRadioLive.com. And, of course, you can find uh, the replays posted on, on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, um, Google Play, Stitcher, and of course YouTube as well. Uh, we're here, and you know if you have any tracks that you'd like to submit to us, you can do so on AmpedRadioLife.com or send it via email, AmpedRadio at DeathToSelfRecords.com. That's Death, the number two SelfRecords.com. We're looking forward to receive you know new submissions all the time. So yeah, let me know what you thought of this uh, episode, guys, and we'll see you next week. It's your boy Essay. Here on Amateur Radio, I'll see you next week. Much love, God bless, and as always, peace, and have a great weekend. Take care. Let the record loose, Jeez. Level time. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
words then I fought to name up And now the whole profile changed up Straight up, you didn't care how my face looked And you evaded my space, face, face, face Number nine on the New York transit line. 
train goes off the track. Pick it up, pick it up, pick it up. Back Come on. on the scene, crispy and clean. You Come can on. try, but don't work because you can't intervene. We be the outcast. Till it's 
y'all tears away, ain't nothing left but the fat lie you scared to face. Jesus, it's a life paraphrase. Got a new life, I ain't never scared to waste. And it's dear, but I ain't never scared to taste. So I'm back like the other side from the face. I'm back on the party with me. Let me see, this what you got for me. Put all your hands in my eyes to see. Stay buck wildin' in the place to be. Brothers out there flaking and perpetrating, but scared to kick reality. Man, you've been doing all this dope producing, you ain't had a chance to show them what time it is. So, what you want me to do? I'm expressing with my full capability. I'm expressing with my full capability.
stay down to earth like a pair of broken stocks. I push the rock, so when I work the block. But the rock is Christ, so I can serve the clock. <laughs> and I ain't never scared to talk. Let the world know about Jesus first of all. I was worse than the worst, than the worst of y'all. But now I'm standing on the rock, so I'm standing tall. Huh?
gonna take her away. Shimmy, shimmy, y'all, shimmy, yam, shimmy, yeah. Give me the mic so I can take her away. Shimmy, shimmy, y'all, shimmy, yam, shimmy, yeah. Give me the mic so I can take her away. Shimmy, shimmy, y'all, shimmy, yam, shimmy, yeah. Give me the mic so I can take her away. <laughs> Battle hall from Babylon, but I'm back. 